We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Get to get up to a 45, 4700 fullback, the 1500, can you take from somewhere and not, and I'm like, okay, I was able to find a way around that. And then like the 1001 comes and you're in Slack track going, hey guys, I played Glenn Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday by Jordan Cooper to talk about uh, this past Saturday's Premier League slate and whether we'll play some daily fantasy international friendlies later in the week, maybe. Jordan, how's it going? Fine. I got I got out alive again. Somewhat. I got a small loss. And I, I don't think there's going to be... If, there's, if they're going to have slates for, like, friendlies... And I know they did the International Championship Cup, like friendly tournament, uh, in in last year. But like that was a, that was the guys that it was an actual competition. These are just like random friendlies that, if they, if they do come out with slates, just like like I, there's no analysis you could do. Just pr- try to predict who's going to play m- minutes, and they'll have like nine substitutions at the half, and <laughs> including the goalkeeper. So yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it could, that was a classic ICC move. Right. So it could be it could be anything. So I no no, I will I will not be play, if they have them, I won't be playing them. So so Is this like your Champions League um protest or does that fit into no, the that, that this not, that this fits more into the I'm not crazy category. Not We've the, taken it too far. Well, I didn't play <laughs> the I didn't play the Champions Cup when they had it before. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not like I was doing that out of like, well, you can't play two game slates and because we have the option of playing five games. It's like, no, I'm not playing. I'm not playing uh, four game slates where the starting goalkeeper is not going to be in. Like you have to predict that <laughs> it's it's whoever could predict who's going to play 90 minutes because, oh, I'm going to take this star player and they're going to play 45. And like then yeah. the backup comes and And then another team just says, screw it. And we're going to just leave our starters. I mean, you, you have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, they're not playing for anything. So, I mean, caveat emptor. It's also different, I feel, with international friendlies versus club friendlies. Because clubs, at least, like, we kind of know who the guys may be playing. But internationally, it's like they, I mean, the, even the U.S. team, they, they're bringing up kids who've never been called, and you just have no idea. There's even less certainty of a very uncertain situation. Right, and they're trying out things. Right, right. So, I mean... I guess that the it maybe the only advice maybe would be that the for, if there are slates, which I don't think they're going to be, uh, the teams the the countries that are in the World Cup may be more inclined to like play their best eleven. Yep. Yep. Because I mean they're getting like ready. They're getting ready for the World Cup. Like they don't need to try anything out. They're they're solidifying what they've already tried out during their qualification process. And now they want to get a couple of matches so they could all gel well before the World Cup. While right. the teams right. that have not made the World Cup, like they're preparing for four years from now. So it could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, there's your sound advice for playing these. I mean, if if they don't have them, I think this might be the longest break we'll have without a soccer slate in two years. Now we've had two we weeks have any... breaks. We've had two weeks breaks before, before they did interleague, before they had like. Well, I know, that was about two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Because we have, we'll have Liga MX and MLS next weekend, this weekend, however you want to say. Okay, so that's not a break. But yeah, it'll be like a four day break, which is pretty long for how we're used to basically seeing some garbage slate every day. Right. Some garbage slate, right. That's exactly yeah. how you could say, you could sum up soccer <laughs> DFS. But then you come yeah. back, and then you come back to, well, finally, you come back to EPL, you know, a week and a half from now, and it's like, like it's smaller than it was before, the yeah. contest sizes. And then the week after that is the king of the pitch, and for, for, for the, the 7th of April. Yep. Soccer's not growing. It's not. It's the, it's the opposite. It's also not staying the same. <laughs> no, it's lo- it would be one thing if people. It's, yeah, it's, it's shrinking. Right. Which is disappointing. At least on draft, obviously. On Yahoo, yep. it's getting better. It's getting bigger. Maybe. I'm not sure it's actually getting bigger. FanDuel doesn't realize they still have soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This is just this is the whole doom and gloom podcast, because I, 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 yeah, I, I don't want to talk about my cash lineup for this past uh, Saturday. Well, I, I got out of some head-to-heads, even with my main cash lineup. I did make two cash lineups, and good thing I did, because my second one actually actually did well. So I, I, I got out with a small loss. As opposed, as opposed after it, it, half an hour into the slate, uh, I was I was wishing I was Skyler, and I had uh, a lawn to mow to go out. <laughs> you know, close the laptop, mow the lawn. I'm done. You know, let's see what happens. But uh, yeah, when when you're when you're when one of your play, you, you get an injured player like 13 minutes in, and then a guy sent off a half an hour in. You're looking at like okay, like. 
Well, thanks for the thank, the the quarter of a point between the two of you. <laughs> um, let's back up a second. You made two cash lineups. I do that sometimes. Oh, okay. How do you decide which one goes where? Sometimes I do. What do you do? Sometimes I do large field double ups and small field double ups. And in the large field double ups, I also put it in. That's where I put all the triple ups and like the nine dollar GPP, like the single entry GPPs. Yep. Like uh, in the large field double ups. Uh, like the 39s, the 62s, since they're, they're maybe more they're more non-sharper players or what? Like, I, I, I may expect in the larger field double-ups to see more goals in people's yep. lineups than the 11-mans, where it's like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have to worry about seeing an, an 11-man probably seeing a Tosin brace. Yeah. Probably. But, I mean... I don't have to worry that much in a 62 man, but there may be three or four people that have it like enough that I could, I I'm looking for a little bit higher upside maybe in the double up those large field double ups. I could still use just my main cash lineup in those anyway, but if I'm going to be playing like the single entry nine, single entry 12 GPP, uh, you know, like $10 triple up like that, I'll do a higher, like higher upside lineup, but it's like to add some stability. Maybe I put, you know, some cash volume behind it. Do you tend to make that decision if you don't like your cash? That's, lineup? that's pretty much. Yeah. It, it, come, oh, it okay. comes down to, um, there's one major decision that I'm not comfortable in either direction and I'm just going to go both ways. Okay. And the, the, that makes the, sense. This past weekend was the matter of, uh, do I play Firmino or not with Salon? Right. Yep. Um, huh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I did. You did not. Well, I did in my um, main lineup. You did or did not? I didn't. Oh, right, right, right. We both played Salah. Uh, if you did not play Salah, you did not win. Correct. I mean, that, I mean end of Tough story. to overcome four goals and an assist from the highest owned player. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> right, he, he didn't have a wasted shot either. If he didn't score the gun. I mean, exactly. Right. It's four exactly. goals on four shots, five crosses, like one foul drawn. Yep. Like, his floor wasn't that floory. But uh, um, if he didn't score, I mean, it's still 12 points, though. Like, it's eight on the shots alone. Right. So oh, I guess, I mean, for 12K. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you weren't playing him really no, just you're right. for You're not playing 12. just for the, I mean, yeah. that's your just in case he doesn't do any scoring. At least you got 12 points out of him. You know, like yes. The, yes. the worst case scenario as opposed to 58. <laughs> Right, right. Um, there are two players that I specifically want to ask about. Uh, the first one is a guy that we both had who got sent off, and that's Charlie Adam. We didn't really talk about him much on Thursday, but he was. We kind of threw him out there, mostly because uh, Shakiri Jordan Shakiri wasn't really taking every set piece recently, uh, at least when Adam was on the field, and we saw Joe Allen even take a few. Um, what? made you land on Charlie Adam. I needed someone in that range. I th- at least I thought I did. <laughs> right? So so it was more that as opposed to playing him, like getting him specifically. Right. Well, for his part, I mean, what, it was 4,100? Something like that. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just saying in that range, you, if you went down, I mean, in my other lineup, like, to, to put things in per- into perspective, my other lineup, the Firmino lineup, in that spot, I had Dan Gosling. Okay. Okay. And uh, he got one and a half points, but whatever. 
it's just a matter of like in that range, like what 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 is available to me. If if you would have taken Joe Allen over Charlie Adam, fine, okay. I I if you want to make that case, that's that's fine. Also, just that there, there's no solid options in in that mid three k to low four k range. So I mean, why not take you know Stokes playing at home, Charlie Adam. Typically, when he's on the field, he will take corners, right? Even if yep. Shakiri's yep. out there. So, what to show me a better show me a better option? I mean, that's a, on this on a four game slate that I'm going to take. I mean, I, I I look at all these teams: Everton, Crystal Palace. I mean, that it's only four ga- it's only four teams. Like, who am I who am I taking? I assume there was no consideration for Shakiri. No, I was not going to play Shakiri. I didn't play okay, Shakiri. So, so I. Also did not play Shakiri. Uh, the Adam thing, and it was a conversation that I had on Saturday that somebody made kind of the comment of Adam is more likely to go 90 than Shakiri. And when as soon as Shakiri comes off, Adam's probably on all set pieces. And with Peter Crouch leading the line, you know, if they're behind, he could just be bombing them in. And I thought to myself, I'll take that risk at 4,200. And what's the worst that could possibly happen? He gets three points? Okay. Obviously, that turned out not to be the worst that could happen. Um, but I was willing to take that risk, whereas Shakiri, I felt like, was because of Adam and Allen and his price, uh, it just wasn't worth that risk. That I mean, Stoker at home, were they favored? I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, slight. It's a pickup game. Slight favorites, right. yeah. I mean, to take a even a partial set-piece taker at 4,200, I was willing to do that. Um, and so once he got sent off, I was like, oh, well— I wasn't checking scores, but I was like, okay, so he gets zero, and it's like, oh, he's actually negative. Okay, well, hopefully I can make up the rest. Um, but to, I didn't but to, really. But, but to me, the, it, not playing Shakiri was not necessarily like Shakiri was five hundred more. But I mean, I like Stanislaus better than Shakiri, just without the prices even in consideration. I I agree with you on that. Although I was very close to playing Jordan Ibe and not. I was going to, yes, I was going to play Ibe. Um, Only because he filled the forward spot? Uh, that, and I thought he made, he would take set pieces over Stanislas. That's risky. Yep, that's why I didn't do it. And he's playing on the opposite side. I, I did not like, I didn't like the, the inverted winger that, that ruins crosses. Like, I was what playing on the left. Oh. And he's a right-footed player. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, I'm just talking about from open play value. It's like Stanislaus. Yeah. That's kind of what Townsend does, though. Townsend plays on the right, but is left-footed. Shakiri too. Right. but I mean, That doesn't bother me as much. Only because the- But he had a better floor game than Stanislaus. Okay, but Stanislaus scored finally. I mean... It- so did I. Right, true. <laughs> I mean, I was on board with more than any other team other than Liverpool. Yeah. Like that? Th- that was... I ended up going heavier on Liverpool... Um, than getting Ibe. Like, I tossed Ibe and ended up going with Balassi because that got me a third Liverpool piece, which turned out to... Well, that re- those really weren't the problem. Third? What What was the third player you took? It was it was going to be Milner or Ox, and it turned out to be Robertson. Right, because you can't... The, the previews coming into the, the Liverpool game, like a lot of them, with Wijnaldum being healthy... Like he's a better he's a better midfielder. Like I think Milner and Ox are better players, and obviously they're better players fantasy wise. 
but Wijnaldum's a better midfielder. Like, yeah, like, yeah, but they could have easily taken Chan out or Henderson. Like, yeah, but that it weakens their. I midfield. was surprised that both were out. No, I wasn't surprised at all. That's why I didn't. I would. Ne- I was not in the position in any lineup. I did not play. I did not fill in Ox or Milner in any lineup because if if I'm going to play Ox at 7100, I might as well play Firmino at 94. I played Firmino also. Okay, well, sure, but then you had to leave money on the table to go down to yeah, Robertson. I, did. I left 1400 on the table. Right. Okay. Which is fine as long as you had Salon and Firmino, you're 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 fine. Yes, right. So it didn't yes. matter. So the capture method worked. Like if if you just said I'm playing I'm playing four Liverpool players and then just trying to fill in, you probably still did well. As long as you got points from some places, right? Like in my my other cash lineup, I played Luka Miljokovic or whatever. Yeah, Milivojevic. Right, Because I looked at his game, like yeah, I can't. trust He took a few corners. Right, I can't trust his floor for the price of over five k. But, like, who else do I like in this range? No one. I don't like anyone here. So, if anything, Crystal Palace is better than... I mean, I play Townsend in my main cash lineup. Yep. And uh, Balassi in the other cash lineup. But it's like, in order to fit in Salad Firmino, you can't take 6K players. You have to take 4K, 5K players. I didn't want to take anyone on Huddersfield other than than Hatterdrenage. Other than the fullbacks, and you, really you, wanted you. You were expecting the twenty crosses. No, I was, right? and I was just expecting crosses. <laughs> and their their front line. Who who do I trust? I mean, it could be anyone, right? In none of them are. Uh, they're all over five k, and who who knows who's going to do anything? Yep. Who's going to come off? Who's not? I mean, Moy was sixty three hundred. Like the only thing that I know is like, okay, they're at home. The fullbacks will push up. You know, you can play one. The of correct them. answer was they were all awful. Yeah, they were all awful. Right. Except for my boy Jonathan Hogg. Well, it's a defensive mid. Like they could mm-hmm. always have those types of games. Yep. Right, the defensive midfielder that just you know four tackles and they're three k and you get six points, seven points, and you're like, okay, there there was the punt. Yep. See, my mind was was Dan Gosling uh, for the goal yeah. upside because I could have done Gant, Gant, Gosling or Cook, but Gosling yep. actually gets more fun. The fact that I'm, I'm Trying to decide between Gosling and the Bournemouth midfield. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the clear path to making two cash lines. Right, exactly. That's that, that, that's re- the reason why. And the, the one person I didn't play, uh, because uh, uh, I I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. The the guy that I didn't play and you did. Yeah, hold on. Before you do that, we I want to leave this time for our sponsor, and we'll come back to that guy. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card. Get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. All right, who is that guy? 
Come on, you all know. You Come on, you know who it is. The guy that I would have wanted to play, and you would have laughed at me for playing, and then you played Glenn Johnson. Glenn Johnson, yep. Fullback. How do you not 3, play a 3,300 fullback? How do you not play that? You didn't need the mo- I didn't need the money. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get any. I would have. But I mean, he had. I needed it because I was playing three Liverpool. Right. Well, that's the, that's that's the point. Right. That, yeah. That's that's the the way that I went, and I can't remember who the other. I think Chris Brunt was the other guy that I considered playing instead of a third Liverpool player, and my other uh, uh, defender was Staphylitis, and I I ended up with Ben Foster to get three Liverpool guys, but I wanted to play Pickford, which that's that was a seven point swing as well, um, but I, I, I'm not sure the other lineup would have scored any more. But um, but you have to admit that Glenn Johnson could have easily had one and a half points. Came out at the 60th minute for Moritz Bauer. If if you told me that um, Glenn Johnson had negative 1.25 and Charlie Adam had six, I would have been like, okay, you're right. I'd take that. Yep. Johnson was a bad play. I mean, it wasn't a bad play, but like there was no way. When I saw six points and I saw that you didn't have him, I thought to myself, we're going to have to talk about this on Monday. I don't think he was a bad play. He's a thirty-three hundred. When if you're paying for a cheap fullback, he's. I can't. You can't put it out of the question. I mean, the fact that he even started surprised the hell out of me. Anyway, I mean, just like yeah, like we mentioned on the last podcast, like Glenn Johnson, like ha ha ha, like when's the last time he played in a game? Yeah, right? in the same way yeah. we talk about Bruno, even though he doesn't start most of the time. Right, it's one of those types of things where it's like you could play Bruno if he's in every fifth game or something because he's always cheap. But if you only get one and a half points from him and no clean sheet bonus, don't come and don't come crying back to mama, right? <laughs> um, but I'm more I... likely to play him. See, that's the point. Like for sure, I was more likely to play him. And then every time I looked at the 3,300 fullback, I heard your voice in my head going, going. You know, he's only going to get you like two points. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? Do you really, it's, can you use the money out that the, the get to get up to a 45, 4,700 fullback, the 1,500, can you take from somewhere and not, and I'm like, okay, I was able to find a way around that. And then like 10 one comes and you're in Slack chat going, hey guys, I played Glenn Johnson. <laughs> I, <laughs> what's funny is that when I, when I had Glenn Johnson in my lineup, I thought to myself, I may as well just play a center back. Like I, I, he's going to get two points. I might as well even go lower and hope for the two points from a guy that can at least give me a few hundred bucks more. And I was going to play Adrian Mariapa. I was definitely playing him at 2,600 fullback against Liverpool. I said, few tackles. How bad could it be? And it turned out that the, the money didn't get me um, it didn't get me from Foster to Pickford. That was really where I was going because the other spots, I just, the, the extra few hundred bucks didn't get me anywhere. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get excoriated on this podcast on Monday when I see, when someone says there's a $3,300 fullback, how do you not play him? And I said, all right, I'll play him. Right. Yeah, I, I'm expecting your answer to be because it's Glenn Johnson. It's the same way that we don't play Chancellor Mbemba. Or Paul Dummett, <laughs> right? Paul Johnson's Dummett always played outside. He's not a he, Johnson's not a center back playing in the, as a fullback. He's just a really, really bad fullback. Well, just a really old fullback. Sure, you're right. Glenn you're Johnson right. six years ago. He was good. Right? In the, yeah, he was. <laughs> he 
he was good in his day. Right, and then right. Crouch is, is up top. This is just not his day. Right, Crouch is up top, so there's someone yep. to cross to, yep. even though Glenn Johnson could barely cross the ball anymore. Yeah. But then Bauer's but yeah. on the bench, and I look at that, and I go, Glenn Johnson comes off at like 57 minutes. Like, he doesn't <laughs> even get eligible for the clean sheet bonus. He's sitting right. there with like one interception and, and a foul <laughs> committed. And I'm like... Like why did I do, why did I punch myself in the nuts this way, yeah. he, and then I didn't have the money to to go up from what to like to go from like Charlie Adam to to who to Tom Int. I mean like there's not the money didn't get me anywhere enough exactly. I could go up a goalkeeper. I could go up to Carius or yep. like, like I couldn't get there either. At one point when I had Pickford and then I forget the other ones. There was a point where I was close to Carius. But I was a hundred or two hundred short, and I said, "All right, that's not the path I'm going today." Right. And I said, thought to myself, "I've been burned by so many Liverpool stacks this year that I'm just going to build my own," which was the wrong decision. I got the three highest scoring guys. I guess I didn't get Mane. Yeah, but you but scored enough points. I mean, you were fine, right? I scored 108. It wasn't really that great. It wasn't. How'd no. you only score 108? My main cash line scored 107, and it was horrible. Yeah. We um my other lineup had one twenty three and was fine. Hmm. But how we're did, right next to each other in this. What is this? Whatever the single entry double up was this year. How, how, I mean this week. How did you have Salon Firmino and not and not get higher than one? And Robertson who had ten and a half, ten and a quarter. Belasi, I because Johnson, Leighton Baines had two and a half. Right. And Foster had two. Oh, your goalkeeper. Okay, I I, goalkeeper. I I got saved by my goalkeeper in both right. spots. I did not. You. Right. Okay. So I'm like I had a- I had Adam and Francis. How did I? How did you only get like one more point than me? Yeah, but because... I had Stanislas's goal. Exactly. That made up for your Firmino twenty because Stanislas yep. got like nineteen and a half. Yep. And everything else is basically the same. Like, um, Hatterdinaj and Johnson were effectively the same. Um, Foster and or uh, yeah, we both had Baines. Francis and Foster were basically the same. Like. Ultimately, it was all pretty even. Right, but still not high enough. Exactly. Yeah, Robertson and Townsend were the same, but just not. Yeah, just not right. high enough. Unless you were playing head to heads, and if you, you yeah, I, exactly. I didn't go off the cliff because right. of some head to heads. Then my secondary but, lineup, but you know, placed first, second, third, uh, somewhere, you know, one twenty three. What was that lineup? That lineup was uh, it was, uh, Salah, Firmino, Balassi. Luca, Francis, uh, that was Gosling, Gosling, Francis, Baines, and Begovic or Pickford. Or... You played Milivojevic and Gosling together? Yeah. In a cash line? Yes. Love it. Love it. But no Glenn Johnson. No, no Glenn, right. I, I, I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> I, I, I was heavily into, into Bournemouth. Yeah. No, no, if I was going to punt anywhere, it was going to be with Bournemouth players. I was very close to playing Cook. Um, and if I needed it, I, bas- I basically decided to play Johnson instead of Hogg was the guy I wrote up. So I probably would have played him. Johnson. I didn't even consider to have clean sheet bonus. I didn't think Stoke. Me neither. I, I didn't think either. If anything, Everton's going to keep a clean sheet because Stoke can't score. Yep. But I, I didn't, I, or neither of them would. I mean, I did not expect either, Stoke Everton to be a zero, zero game. Huddersfield Crystal Palace. Sure. Right, I could see that. I could the Bournemouth. I thought it was going to be three nothing. I mean, West Brom could score, sure. Why, you know? But I'm not. I'm not running out to try to get Solomon Rondon or anything. 
but I almost I almost played him in cash too. I was very close to playing him. Rondon and Glenn Johnson in cash, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what, and you yeah. would have been good. Yeah. And you would have been good. You're making fun of me for considering Rondon and Glenn Johnson, and you played Luka Milivojevic and Dan Gosling. Yeah, but they were better, right? J- they were. No way. Milivojevic had 20 points. Oh. He had a penalty. Right? I go, you always get bailed out by Luka's penalties, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, other than the penalty, Rondon he had, had, assist, he had, he had set like seven uh, peripheral points. Who did? Luca. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's why I took him. Yeah. But Rondon finished at uh, 11 and, uh, yeah, 11.75. Okay. Gosling had a point and a half. <laughs> so I would, my, my, my uh, Luca Gosling combo got a little over 20. Your, your yeah. Rondon Johnson combo didn't even make 20. 18, yeah. Right. I didn't play them anyway. Right, so I don't know, I, and I played him, and I, I, it, it was playing Salah and Firmino together. Right. I don't, th- I don't think you could have possibly won without Salah in anything, anywhere, in any format. I agree. Because what, he was like 70% owned. Um, yeah. In this uh, single entry, 114, he was 83.3%. Right, and in GPP, he was like 60-something percent. Right, right. Right, so like... <laughs> And it's like like anyone you, anyone matched or even come close like no one no one even came close to half of his score. Yeah, like no one even got like a a twenty five or twenty uh, six. Oh, uh, Tosun did right. I was at twenty three and a half. Okay, but my favorite was the the guy who finished first in this double up played Salah, Tosun, Rondon, Milivojevic. What a double up lineup. Just screams cash liner, yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. That's why in the Slack chat, like a t- t- two days before the slate or whatever, we're talking about you know, the Everton option. Some someone asks about you know, I'm looking at Jenk Tosin, like in a cash lineup. Like, well, he may get some extra shots or whatever. I'm like, there's like five guys on Everton that are better cash options than Jenk Tosin. My favorite was that eventually you were like, you may as well take Rondon. And he was like, I actually was going to play Rondon. I needed somebody to, <laughs> I needed somebody to walk down that path for me. Right. <laughs> Tosin's a fine GPP play, but he's a target striker. It's like he either scores or he doesn't. Like there's nothing else that he does. Like, I mean, if you're going to play, like, that's why you go down on Ever- Everton. You go like you could, you with no Sigurdsson, you could play Rooney. You could play Belasi. You could play uh, Baines and Coleman, right? I mean, that you play Wal- Walcott more so yeah. than Tosin. I mean, for peripherals, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like Tosin, either it, he'll he'll get two shot shots the entire game. One may not even go on goal, and one may get saved, and then you get what three points. Mm-hmm. And if he scores that, you get fifteen. Okay, there you go. Right. And if he scores the two of them, then you get twenty five. Like that's that's that player. So. Like, yes, if Everton was ever in a situation where they're minus 600 favorites, feel free to play Tosin with 75% goal scoring gods. But in a pick match, you know, it's the same reason you don't play Peter Crouch, right? Right. Like Rondon, we make fun of only because in the past— You, you, make, you make fun of I, Well, I, we both used to make fun of. You made fun I of used to. I used to, yes. Right, until you realize that he's been shooting, like, the ball more, that he's not just a target striker anymore. 
Mm-hmm. But he used to be, right? Yes, yes. With Poulos? Earlier this season. Right. Not, not like years ago, like, <laughs> like right. months ago. Right, when Tony Poulos was there, like you'd see the same yeah, type of thing. He'd have two shots, he either scores or he doesn't score, and right. he has two And points. commit four fouls. Right. <laughs> but it's the same, yeah. type of, same type of situation. You want the wide, I mean, for cash, you're, you're typically going for wider players that do more than just, I mean, look, Belasi had like nine points doing what? Nothing. <laughs> right? I mean, if you just watch the game, you'd be like, I mean, yeah, I guess he played, but and then you look at his fantasy points, and you go, okay, give me nine points. Right? Rooney, he had 12 points. I was going to say, do you, do you consider Rooney at all? I did, but I couldn't. I, if you're going to pay for Rooney uh, playing in a midfield position. It wasn't position, that expensive, though. Right? No, no, but I mean, in comparison to, like, Belasi. Okay, yep. Like, so, so, like or, or Townsend, if, if you're going to use that forward spot or, for that type of person. Like, if Rooney doesn't get any set pieces, like, his floor is one. Yeah. Like, Belasi is forward. I mean, he'll do more stuff in open play. So, Belasi could have no set piece value whatsoever, but still get you nine points. Walcott has some goal scoring. I mean, Walcott's more expensive, so I'm not necessarily considering him. That's why I look at Danes, and I go, I look at the fullbacks. I go, for their prices, I mean, why not? But Rooney, I'd rather I'd rather either go up to Townsend or go down to Belasi, and unless I know one hundred percent before that, like Rooney is going to be like over every dead ball. If I know that, then right, I play right. him at fifty nine hundred. But if I don't, yeah, I, it's risky. I was pretty interested in Walcott, but as soon as I saw the price, it's like there's no way I can justify that price when I feel like Belasi is eighty five to ninety percent as good. In terms of fantasy production, as Walcott, and he's three thousand less. Yeah, but also <laughs> like if there was it, no way I was playing Walcott in cash. No, if you're at the point where you you have money for Walcott, find the extra money and play Firmino. Exactly. I mean, like that 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 made no sense. It's not like Walcott was sixty five hundred. Exactly. Right. And even then, I don't. I don't. I probably still play Rooney or Belasi over him. Yep. yep. Anyway, or Townsend, or uh, I mean, uh, difference between Walcott and Ibe. I'd rather play Ibe. I mean, Bournemouth was more of a favorite over West Brom than Everton away to Stoke. I'm not rushing to play Everton players. That's why I started looking at Everton. I'm like, why am I playing Belasi and Baines and 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 Bruni in one lineup? Like, what what am I doing here? Yeah, they're in a way. I mean, they're in a way slight underdog. I know it's against Stoke, but if anything, let, let me take Bournemouth players, if not Liverpool players, on a four game slate. I was underrated. I I. I kind of poo-pooed Crystal Palace. But you played Townsend. Yeah, but Townsend, I played Luka, and, but I I didn't really care much about, like, Van Anhalt or Wan Bissaka. Like, I wasn't going to play MacArthur, right? I wasn't going to play Benteke in, 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 or yeah. Zaha and GPP. Like, I just, eh, away to Huddersfield. I know Huddersfield's horrible, but, like, nothing, nothing excites me. I'd rather play Dan Gosling. Right. Or West Brom player, even. Even though there was no one... Yeah, I was going to say, do you think about Brunt? I mean, I thought about him. But I was playing so much Burnmouth that, like... What what, what, what do I need out of Brunt? Yeah, that's kind of where I ended up with that, was... I just... I thought, yeah, Burnmouth would... uh, Dominate is such a dramatic word, but I thought they would control that game pretty easily that I just didn't see Brunt doing enough. Right. 
I'd, I'd almost rather take Moy over Brunt. Because Moy, at least Huddersfield's home. Right. But, I mean, I didn't like the Huddersfield options for their prices in it because it just, who knows who's going to do what on any given day. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the capture method, I think, like, like we said on the podcast, like you can either go and spread your spread your seed and try to get as many peripherals and take Salah with that, uh, which could have been fine. But, I mean, you could have taken three, four Liverpool players and been fine also. Right? Right. I mean, you could have, you could have just done Salah, Firmino, Mane, and Dumpster Dive. And as long as your Dumpster Dive's got a point, right? Right. Right? You, you, probably, you were probably fine. Because, I mean, no one else, like in cash-wise, like you're not, you're not going to really see Jinktosin much in cash. Uh, you're not going to see Luka much. A little... You'll see some Stanislaus. You'll see some Ibe. You'll see you'll see yep. Rooney, right? Who got a goal's worth of? I mean, yeah. Playing the three playing the three frontline Liverpool players was probably still not optimal based on the results that came out. Only because you could have gotten like Mane's worth of points somewhere else. Yep. Right. You could have gotten Firmino's worth of points. You just had to make sure to have that exact person. But if you weren't sure to, well, I needed to have Ibe and and Luka Milicevic. I mean, like. Like, because you get one of those things wrong, and then you you, you get two points. But Liverpool, you just like, I'm just going to take all three Liverpool players. It's like, well, you got enough points there. So you took a decent enough goalkeeper, right? I didn't. (laughs) But yeah. I mean, there were only two clean sheets on the slate, and one of them was the most expensive guy. Right. So it's not like there were a few of them. Right, it's a four-game slate. So, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, if you paid up for a Liverpool goalkeeper, I mean... The shorter the slate, the more likely you should be paying up. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have. It would have made a difference if I played Glenn Johnson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I'm just trying to think. It's like if I would have played Glenn Johnson, where else would I have gone? Uh, I would have gone up. I would still probably would have played Adam. I would have played Stanislaus. I would have played. I could go from Townsend to Firmino. And then, da- and then instead of playing Hadadrenage, I would have played like. How much was he? Hadadrenage was like forty six hundred or something. I could have played. So it gets you to five thousand, basically. Right. Well, I could have played like Brunt or Moy, instead of Hadadrenage. But Hadadrenage got six points, and the the other two, like it would have made. Yeah, I guess. But then, who else would I have not played? I would have probably still played Baines and not played Francis. Yeah, he wouldn't have played Francis. Right. So I didn't play Francis. So that I get the extra five. It wouldn't. It would have made some of a Begovich. difference. That's who you would have played. What? You would have played Begovich instead of Pickford. Yeah. Right. So that gets me an and extra. And at that two point, points. like, what? Who cares? Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's why if I would have switched all that around, it's like I would have gained an extra maybe six points overall, which would have made that. Hey, it would. It would, it would have made a difference. It would yeah. have made me more money, right? Or let not lose as little as less mm-hmm. money, right? Yep. The six points would have mattered, but not like dramatic, like. Oh, if I would have just done this, I would have been at 123 like my other lineup, right? Yeah. Even though my other lineup had, like, ones and twos in it also. I just can't wait till he starts again. And you're just staring at him. And I'll fall into that At 3,100. He has two weeks to rest up, right? At Man City or something. And you're like, well. (laughs) Who did I like? Let's see. Who do they play next? Yeah, yeah. They Uh, play Arsenal next. Oh. That's probably not the Glenn Johnson game. That no, that's not. That's not the gen. No, that I'm not. 
But he's 33. They'll have to price him up even, right? Because they'd be played. So he's like 3,500. That's a two-game slate, though. Oh, that's on a Sunday. Yeah, that's Arsenal, Stoke, and Chelsea, Tottenham. Oh, that's definitely a Glenn Johnson slate. <laughs> right? Because the only way you can lock be able him to fit in. in anyone, right? You lock want... him in. Right. If he starts. <laughs> right. This is this is a classic Glenn Johnson, Scroden, uh, Mustafi slate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where where you, you got you got to plug in like because no defender is going to be cheap. The Chelsea Tottenham game cancels each other out. Exactly. So you're going to be playing. It's going to be the the. I'm going to be playing Granite Jaka and Glenn Johnson. Mm-hmm. And Mustafi, right, must, right, something like that. All right. I'm glad the big that those teams on, on, on the sl- and then the Saturday slate that we have to preview next week is uh, I it's think a big it, one. It's actually it's actually going to be yeah. Well, it's an eight game, one two seven well, seven because the early game seven with no Liverpool, no Man City. Oh, I'm sorry, Man City is it? No Liverpool, no Chelsea, no Tottenham, no Arsenal. Yeah, we got Man United though. Man United and Man City. But the Man City is the late game. Right, of course. Right. So it's a matter of plugging in forwards and hoping they start. But it's it's yep. a it's a league game. We're more likely yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still one of those. It's gonna be another one of these normal for the past couple of months types of slates where uh just one humongous favorite or two. One humongous one de- they're both, whatever. And just yeah. like we'll get to them in a little while, right? But we still have friends. We're gonna have a podcast. We got international friendlies. Friendlies. Are we gonna talk about the friendlies? Are we gonna, right. the or are we gonna do a Thursday like Ask the Shark episode? Yeah, let's. Um, yeah, send in your questions if anybody has anything you'd like us to discuss for the Thursday podcast. Because um, even if they have international slates, I want to pretend like they don't. You also don't get the stats for them anyway. No, nobody does. Right. That's why I'm saying. How do they even have slates? Oh, oh, yeah. But I'm saying even um, if they did have slates, you're not going to have a cheat sheet that shows like. Probably not. Right. You're not having international friendly. You'll be friendly in the Slack. Very, very right? friendly. You could ask. You could, right. Be, be as friendly as you want. But <laughs> I don't think they're going to have We prefer slates. it that way. Right. You're not that way. But yeah. It'd be, you know, it would be awesome if they have slate. They do the international friendlies and the slates are bigger. Oh, yeah. 40K GPPs. Right, right. It's like, oh, no. we're Now we're trying to attract the, like, for friendlies. Really? Yeah, well, it's getting you ready for the World Cup. You, you get right. used to the uh, international teams, yeah. I may have all the tickets for that World Cup contest by the time that World Contest <laughs> They must be giving uh, away, so, I mean, because they're doing it on all sports, and it's like on all five, sports, months, right, yeah. it's five months in advance. So this month, I mean, that GPP is probably going to be like a 500K GPP. That seems aggressive to me. Well, they're giving out $20. T- I mean, it's not, you're winning them. But by the time it comes around, I'm, I mean, I may hit the max entry limit. Because I'm winning these in, like, NBA where, like, they don't even fill. Right. Uh, that's, right. that's the greatest thing. Is like, right, because everybody's like, why the hell would I want to play that? Right. I, I waited. It's not a ticket I need to win. Right. I waited until, like, 6.30 before lock or whatever, and I see, like, like the, the five-man satellites are, like, two out of five, two out of five, one out of five, three out of five. And most of the time they run with, like, at least one entry gone, if not two. I've run yeah, one where it was two out of five, and it's like it's me and some other guy. Yeah, it's you, Trippin' B, and uh, <laughs> I think he's racking them up, too. Right. Golf also. The same thing. Yeah. I mean, just like, okay, feel free. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going after NASCAR satellites because I don't play that. Not yet. Right. But then World Cup will come around, and they'll have the big kickoff. I'll have like 87 tickets into it and then not cash any of them. Yeah. Well, that's because Glenn Johnson is not on the England team. 
If anybody has any follow-up questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. As we mentioned, we're available in the Rotowire Slack chat as well, which is open for all sports. Baseball's starting to heat up too, so if anybody um, wants to get added to that, just feel free to reach out to me or our uh, customer service group, support at rotowire.com. And uh, Jordan, thank you for that. And oh, and if anybody has any questions that they'd like us to cover on Thursday's podcast, feel free to send them in however you'd like. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.